This is Emmanuel God with us, the radio ministry of Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Twin Falls, Idaho. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. When our God comes, he changes things. Sinners become saints. Death gives way to the resurrection of the body. For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, may the proclamation of your word strengthen your people. May we rejoice during this season of Lent that you have come in order to save us from our sin. In Jesus' name, amen. In the church here, today is called Quinquagesima Sunday. Simply means the Sunday that rests between 40 to 50 days before Easter. And uh, we are now seven weeks uh, before Easter Sunday and the season of Lent begins this Wednesday, uh, Ash Wednesday. And uh, just a reminder that our services are at 1250 and then at 7 o'clock. We will have the imposition of ashes upon our foreheads and uh, as well as Holy Communion. As we head into the season of Lent, this being the last Sunday before we enter into the actual season of Lent, uh, the focus of our readings today, our Old Testament reading from Isaiah 35, tells us about the Messianic age when the Messiah would come. Behold, your God is coming. Our epistle from 1 Corinthians 13 talks about love. Love is patient, love is kind, a passage that many choose for, uh, to be read at their wedding. And then uh, our Holy Gospel, and uh, that is in Luke chapter 18. It is the account where Jesus tells his disciples that they are going to Jerusalem, where he will suffer and die and rise from the dead. The disciples don't get it. Uh, but who would, right? And uh, then also Jesus heals a man who is blind, which is a sign that Jesus is the Messiah, that the Messianic age has come, because our Old Testament text, Isaiah, tells us that the Messiah would heal those who are blind. The Old Testament reading comes from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 35, and beginning with verse 10. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who have an anxious heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God, he will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the, lame, the man, lame man leap like a deer, and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. For waters break forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. In the haunt of jackals, where they lie down, the grass shall become reeds and rushes. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle comes from St. Paul's first letter to the church's Corinth, chapter 13, and begins with verse 1. If I speak in tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am, a noisy, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to re remove mountains, 
but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and, I, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So now faith, hope, and love abide, those three, but the greatest of these is love. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 18th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Taking the twelve, Jesus said to them, See, we are going up to Jerusalem, and everything that is written about the Son of Man by the prophets will be accomplished. For he will be delivered over to the Gentiles, and will be mocked, and shamefully treated, and spit upon. And after flogging him, they will kill him, and on the third day he will rise. But they understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them, and they did not grasp what was said. As he drew near to Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. And hearing a crowd going by, he inquired what this meant. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And he cried out, Jesus! Son of David, have mercy on me. And those who were in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked him, What do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, Recover your sight, your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Did I invite the children to come forward for a message for them? Good morning. Dorothy was almost in tears. And her mother said, Honey, what's wrong? And she said, Well, yesterday, yesterday Sarah was so nice to me. And today, today she was really mean. She was completely different. And her mom said, Well, sometimes that's the way it is with people. And she said, Maybe you changed, Dorothy. 
were you nice to her yesterday and not so nice to her today? And she said, well, yeah, I was nice to her yesterday, but today I told her I didn't like something that she said. And so then she wasn't very nice to me. And her mom said, well, that's the way it is with us, isn't it? Some days we're happy. Some days we're kind. Some days we're grumpy. And some days we're grouchy. And then the next day we're happy again. Every day we change. That's the way we are. And she said, but there's one thing about Jesus. Jesus never changes. Jesus is always the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the good news for you and me is Jesus is the same. And because he's the same, he loves you and me the very same way each and every day. Every day he loves you. Every day he forgives your sins. Every day all of his promises for you are true. And every day he watches over you and takes care of you. We change, but Jesus doesn't. He's the same yesterday and today and forever. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we rejoice that you do not change. Our sins are forgiven and you love us each day. Amen. Thanks for coming up this morning. The Lord be with you. Our text today, written in Isaiah chapter 35. Say to those who have an anxious heart, Be strong, fear not. Behold your God, He will come and save you. These are the words of our text. God's grace and His mercy and His peace be multiplied to you now and forever. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Behold, your God is coming to save you. Do not think in your heart that God does not care about you. Do not believe that God is too busy for you. Do not believe that God is cold and distant and uncaring and uninvolved in his creation. Do not be afraid. Behold, your God is coming to save you. And when he comes, things will change. He will reverse the pattern of this perverse world. He will make all things new. He will do the unthinkable and the unimaginable. Things will happen. Things will happen that will surprise your eyes. Things will happen and bring you great joy. Things will happen and you will sing songs of praise and thanksgiving to our God and our Savior. When God acts, scoffers will shut up. The cynics will zip their lips. 
The prophet of doom will speak no more. The non-believer will hang their head in shame. The skeptic will put their hand over their mouth. Behold, your God is coming to save you. Do not think that your life is not worth living. Do not believe that there is nothing to look forward to. Do not give in to the hopelessness and despair of the evening news. Do not be afraid. Are you burned out? Are you disillusioned? Disillusioned with work? With life? With our elected leaders? With the church? With your health? With others? With everything? Things will change. U-turns are the order of the day in God's messianic age. Our God is mighty to save. He brings justice to an unjust world. He will set things right. He will thwart the evil. He will stop the wicked. He will win the day. Do you feel the burden of your sin? Does guilt oppress your soul? Does the fear of judgment cause your heart and your hands and your legs to tremble and grow weak? Behold, your God is coming to save you, and he brings forgiveness for you. Things have changed. Once you were not a child of God, but now you are God's precious child by virtue of your baptism. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received God's mercy and love. They surround you each and every day. Once you were God's enemy, lost in your sins, but now, now you are the redeemed of Christ, purchased and won by the very blood of Jesus, your Savior. Once you walked in darkness, but now you walk in the marvelous light of God's salvation. Behold, your God is coming to save you. And a voice cries out in the wilderness. The good news rings across the ages. Isaiah writes, Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who have an anxious heart, Be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God, He will come and He will save you. That's what I've been telling you. Behold, your God will come and save you. Isaiah says, Say it! So I did. I told you. <laughs> Your God is coming. And then the eyes of the blind 
shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like a deer, and the tongue of the mute sing with joy. For waters break forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. In the haunt of jackals, where they lie down, the grass shall become reeds and rushes. Behold, your God came, and he saved you. This is the message of Lent. Your God took on our flesh and blood, and he was born of the Virgin Mary. He was baptized by John in the River Jordan, and he was declared to be the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, your sins. And he set his face toward Jerusalem and Gethsemane and the cross. And he told his disciples, For the Son of Man will be delivered over to the Gentiles and will be mocked and shamefully treated and spit upon. And after flogging him, they will kill him. And on the third day, he will rise. But the disciples understood none of these things. And on the way to the cross near Jericho, a blind man sat by the road and he cried. A blind man sat by the road and he cried. And when Jesus came near to him, things happened. Things changed. The blind beggar cries out for mercy and Jesus says to him, Recover your sight. And it happens. And immediately the blind man follows after Jesus. No one has to lead him. He can see. He follows after Jesus. He sings the praises of God and the people glorify God for what they have seen near Jericho. When your God comes, amazing things, unbelievable things, glorious things happen. And with determination, Jesus fixes his eyes upon the cross and he scorns its shame. He leads his disciples to Jerusalem and to the cross. And there Jesus is nailed to the accursed tree. He took up our infirmities. He carried our sorrows. And Jesus became sin for us, for you and me. And he finished the work. He finished the work and redeemed the entire world of lost sinners. Here is the vengeance of our God. Isn't that strange? Our text says here is the vengeance of God. Isaiah is saying that God is our defender. God is our avenger. His vengeance is not aimed at you and me. His vengeance is aimed at those who oppose him and those who oppress his people. And he defeats our enemies. He conquers our sins. He destroys death. And he conquers the devil for you and me. He does what we cannot do for ourselves. Once and for all, and for you, for you, Jesus died. 
And he redeemed you with his precious blood. He purchased you at a great price, namely his blood. You are not saved by your zeal, by your works, by your good deeds, by gold or silver. But you are redeemed by the crucified one. Behold, here is your God, bloody, crucified, weak, racked with pain, suffering, giving up his life in your place, dying, rising from the dead, winning your salvation. You see, when God comes, he changes things. Sinners become saints. Death gives way to the resurrection of the body. For St. Paul says the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. Our God, our God is mighty to save, and he saved you. He took away your sins. And you can't have them back. He took them away and you can't have them back. That's wonderful comfort for you and me. This is the word of the cross. This is the power of the cross. Jesus has taken away your sins and you can't have them back. You see, this is where Lent leads you and me. It leads you and me to the forgiveness of sins. Every year, Lent takes us on a journey, a journey to Jerusalem, to the cross, to the empty tomb, to Easter, to the joyful songs of our salvation. And on Wednesday night, our journey will begin again. With ashes on our forehead, with the body and blood of Jesus given into our mouths for the forgiveness of sins and with the message, Behold, your God comes and saves you. Lent begins for us. So this morning, do you have an anxious heart, weak hands, feeble knees, God speaks. Say to those who have an anxious heart, be strong, fear not, behold your God. He will come and he will save you. He has come and you are saved. Let the journey to Lent begin. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus our Lord to life everlasting. Amen. We join together in singing our next song.
You are listening to Emmanuel God With Us, the radio ministry of Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Twin Falls, Idaho. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Christ is risen. Indeed, he is risen. Amen.